Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to episode 50. Oh my goodness. Episode 50. We're coming up on one year of starting the podcast, which is so exciting. Um, But I wanted to talk to you all today about something that I see that really holds people back, not just in business, but just in life in general. And you've heard me talk about perfectionism before, but I wanted to talk about the other side to the coin with that. Um, You know, this last week has been filled with so many different things. You know, I spoke at um, a meeting for women from um, the church that I grew up at, and that was really wonderful. And really, I, I did a lot of preparation for that. And, you know, I have a history of being a perfectionist. And, you know, I think it's the achiever in us that sometimes we feel like we have to do things perfectly and we feel like we have to get it right because it feels so painful when we make mistakes. And I think that's just a normal thing for people who are achievers. And I kind of wanted to give you some tools to help yourself get through um, any procrastination any procrastination that comes from the feelings of needing to do things perfectly or doing things, you know, right. I was talking to a client today and we were talking about how, you know, that her wanting to do things the best way is one of her strengths and it can be something that sometimes holds her back from taking action, whether it's social media or booking appointments Um, wanting to do things the, quote, best way can sometimes create creative avoidance. And I see this for all entrepreneurs and people in general. It really is like the enemy of taking action. Like perfection and perfectionism is, is the enemy of taking action. And I always say imperfect action is better than perfect procrastination. And I want to take this a little bit further with the other side of the coin. And so I'm going to kind of use a story with this trailer that we're working on. We have this cute little camper that we, you know, I love to do DIY. If you follow me on social media, you'll see that, you know, we DIY'd our bathrooms. We made our house kind of like this modern farmhouse. I DIY'd my office. If you ever see, you know, if you come to one of my workshops and you see my background, like all of it is just DIY. And I love being creative and taking something that needs some love (laughs) and making it look better afterwards and making it my own and making it unique to like how I want it to look and feel. And, um, you know, when I look at my background in real estate, I always would look at flipped houses that were beautiful and pristine and they had a flipper come in and just plan everything out and make it brand new and these people would want to buy this brand new house and all I would think was oh but I would change that countertop countertop and I would feel you know I wouldn't love to change it right away because I would feel like that was a waste because they just put it in and all the money that they spent so I always you know when we when we bought our house and when I bought my previous house as well I've always been drawn to houses that need 
love and I've always been drawn to houses that I could really make my own. And many times if you want a house that you can make your own, you're going to find either a fixer-upper or a house that just hasn't been updated in a while. So our house had been updated with certain things, but there were some things that hadn't been updated in a while. And so um, it actually created almost like a blank canvas for me to really create it. And when Matt and I talk about buying, you know, our next home, like I have some things that I really, really want Um, you know, I, I loved my last home I had was ranch style. So I love that, uh, versus a raised foundation. So I want to have a ranch style home with a view, with privacy. Um, I want to have a lot of, you know, trees in my yard. Like I have a whole list and I actually keep it on my phone, um, this is just a side note that if you want to create something specific, then you want to get specific about what you're creating. And I did that even with, you know, my husband, you know, I made a list of all of the attributes in him that that I was looking for. And it all worked out. It was so glorious. So I'm grateful for that. But when I look at, you know, this little pop-up camper that we have, or I look at my home and I look at the blank canvas, it's just really exciting to me and fun. And as I'm talking about this, I'm having like a whole awareness that I'm like, wow, no wonder I love being a coach because that's literally what we do in coaching is there's all this potential for growth. And I just love the way it feels to see the before and after. Like the before and after, I live for a good before and after. Even like with my weight loss journey, I recently posted on my social media, my before and after. And it's just so fulfilling to see improvement and progress. And I think as humans, that's just normal. And I thrive off of having a vision in my head and then having it all come together. So when I do a consult with people, it's so fun because they tell me all their stuff that they got going on and they tell me the goals that they want and where they are and where they want to be. And then we talk about, you know, the steps to bridge the gap. And when we're talking about that, I get so passionate and so excited because I'm like, yes, I can see this for you. 100%. These are the steps that'll take you there. And it just feels really exciting because I love a good before and after. And so I love a good before and after even with my clients. So how cool is that? Um, I love that this podcast made it to where I had that awareness of that connection. That's so cool. So when we talk about this pop-up camper, why I wanted to talk about it is because, you know, when we were thinking about, um, you know, painting it, the exterior, because we've already done the inside, like the flooring and made it all. It's like a miniature version of our house. It's like a little bit farmhouse-y, painted the cabinets white, all of the things. And we've got like plaid comforters and it's super cutesy and it's on my social media, but you got to go kind of far back. But maybe I'll post about it when I post about this podcast. Um, But it's really, you know, fun to see the before and after. But when I was thinking about painting the exterior, I wanted to paint the exterior back when we got this pop up a long time ago. And um, I just I was I have the hardest time finding a paint color that's like perfect. Like I'm really, I care a lot about a paint color. Like I don't want it to be, you know, we were going with this sage green color and I don't want it to be too light. I don't want it to be too dark. And there's like all of these stipulations. And I think it's been one of the reasons that we've held back on painting the the, the camper. And it's it's been, you know, years. And so it's interesting because 
you know, this is just an example for you. When we think about not taking action in something, I see this happen all the time with people in their business. It's because they want it to be perfect. But what's crazy about it, and maybe crazy is not the right word, what's interesting about it is that, okay, what if I painted it the wrong color? It would be painted. And then it'd be super easy to just paint it again. It's not a big deal, you know? And so finally, my husband and I, we were picking up paint because we're going to be painting. Um, we're doing like a whole workshop for him and creating like this DIY garage thing. And you'll hear more about it later. I'm sure I'll have stories that come out of it. I'm sure. Um, and we were getting paint for that and, you know, the exterior of the house to make sure it all matches. And anyway, so when we were doing that, we were there and he's like, you know, I just want to get some paint for the camper as well, because I'm, I'm going to be taking the camper to a little beach, a little beach camping situation at the end of this month. And he wants to have it done before the end of the month because he's such a sweetheart and his love language is acts of service. So he's doing it for me and I really appreciate it because it's been quite the job. So <laughs> when we were picking the green paint color, we both were like, yes, this is the color, like right away. And I, I thought in my head, I was like, this might turn out like lime green. This might turn out like lime green. I'm not sure, but whatever. We're just going to choose it and we can always choose again. So we got that paint color and it was beautiful. Like, oh my goodness, so beautiful. And then I opened the paint can uh, this weekend and I was like, because he had sanded, he had sealed, he had got a special attachment to take off all these stickers. Again, we love, we love to DIY. It's like, it's kind of like a hobby for us, really. Um, And so we get all the stickers off. He does all the things, sands it. I open the paint can. And I'm like, I'm just going to open the paint can and I'm going to, you know, swatch it and make sure we like the color. Well, I open the paint can. And I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. It's even prettier than I remember. <laughs> and I like, I'm taking some of the paint and I'm like swatching it on the side of the trailer. And I'm like, oh no. When I tell you it was like lime, yellow, sage. No one would ever use this paint color. I picked the worst paint color that was available known to man. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Um, so anyway, I painted on there. I'm like, well, what other paint colors do we got? Because we're here. This is available and we can always repaint it later. And so then we had two other green colors. Fun fact, one of them was a green color that I had like in our mudroom. We have this cabinetry and it, it didn't work out. The color was almost too cool uh, toned for that room. So we had an entire thing of paint already that we, you know, didn't work out for something else. And then we had this other green color that we were going to use for something else. And I was like, okay, so I swatched the first color, lime, terrible, probably never used that paint, may need to donate it to someone, not not clear. Um, and then the second color was like this deep green, too dark. I was like, oh, it's too dark. And then the third color um, was that color that I was going to use in the mudroom that ended up too cool toned. Well, I started painting on it. I was like, this is great. This is perfect. Yay. And, and I'm like, okay, it's not perfect, perfect, but it's close enough and it's going to be done and it's going to feel so fresh and new. Like it's all good. It's all good. I'm not going to care once it's done anyway. We'll probably have to repaint it someday or, you know, end up selling it anyway because we have, you know, plans of what we want to do in that capacity too. We want to get a different um, trailer. So if we have a kid, we're going to want to have something um, just a little bit more luxurious. So anyway, <laughs> when we think about our businesses in this way, I know this is a, a little bit of a story with that, but but truly 
when we think about the paint colors and, you know, choosing, there's so many paint colors, right? Like I could have chose any paint color, any paint color, and it would have got done. Would I have loved it as much? Maybe not. Would I have repainted it? Maybe so. I went out and I looked at the the trailer this morning and I was like, hmm, it's not perfect, but it's great. You know, it's it's new, it's clean, it's done. You know, and, and it's not fully done, but it's at least like we're making progress, right? So that's what I want you to think about when you think about your business or when you think about leading people and taking your next best step. I want you to give yourself permission to do things wrong. (laughs) I want you to give yourself permission to do things wrong because here's the focus. When we are failing often and we are failing fast because failing is inevitable, you're never going to do everything perfectly. You're never going to always say the right thing. You're never going to always do the right thing. You're never going to always take the perfect action. But when we are focused on just doing it and making it happen, we learn so fast because you don't really fail. You either win or you learn. So if you know that you either win or you learn, then you know that you can always choose again. This is why I always talk with my clients. I'm like, I don't really think of things as decisions. There's some things in life that are a decision, like having a child, right? Like there's decisions that you make and then there's choices. And in our business, I like to call them choices because you can always choose again. Same with the paint color. I could always choose again. But if I was still trying to figure it out, I could have yesterday saw that paint color and been like, don't know if it's perfect. Going to go back to the store. Going to get five more colors. Going to get samples side by side. You've done it before, right? You put all the paint colors on the wall, put them next to each other, shine different lights on them. Like, and here we are months later and the wall's not painted, you know? So that's what I want you to think about in your business is that I want you to take really imperfect, scrappy, sloppy action. And that doesn't mean that we have to be like messy or a hot mess or like have that self-concept, but it's more so like, are you constantly and consistently in action? I care less about how perfect your action is There's 20% is strategy and skills, right? Like we still talk about that. We still can elevate that. But 80% of it is gonna be your belief and that belief is gonna create action. So I had a belief that we are painting this trailer and I was gonna take messy action to make it happen. And me and my husband both together. And so, um, which mind you, he's he's doing most of it, like 90% of it. So he's... He's a saint. I'm grateful for him for that because it's a lot of work. So anyway, when you think about your business, when you're thinking about how you want to reach out to people, how you want to connect with people that you lead, how you want to connect with your clients, what you want to say, what strategy you want to use, it is far less important that we focus on the little steps along the way because even if you take a lot of time to do that, the paint color may still not be what you love. Okay, the the outcome may still not be what you love. So the way that we grow really, really fast and the way that we have massive results is taking a lot of really imperfect action. Okay, a lot of really imperfect action. So you could try to figure it out in your brain all day long. And that's what our brain wants to do because it keeps us comfortable and it becomes creative avoidance. But if you want to learn how to swim, you got to get in the pool. And so I want your business to feel that way. I want you to constantly be thinking, hmm, could do that a little differently next time. That's a good thing. That's a good thing if you're thinking that. 
Because if you've gotten to a point in your business where everything that you're doing feels like you set a goal and you hit it every time and everything's just smoothly flowing, then I'm really curious of like, okay, are you growing? Do you have a big enough goal? That's what I really want to ask you. If you're not having times where things don't go as planned, then I would stretch yourself just a little bit more and be willing to be seen, be willing to make mistakes, be willing to mess up. That is really the key to success. When we think about all these top sports people, you know, everyone talks about the home home run records and the, you know, Michael Jordan and how many scores he got, you know, all the, the shots that he took that he made. But they don't talk about that most of the top people who are the most successful athletes, they miss the most shots. And it's the same in business. The more shots you miss, the more shots you will make. And so I want you to hold that thought for yourself as you're taking action in your business right now to take a lot of really imperfect action and then evaluate what did I do well? What went well? What would I not do in the future? What would I do differently? And when you evaluate that, then you're just winning or learning, winning or learning. And that's what accelerates your growth and your success is looking at that and creating and duplicating the things that are working over and over again, and then creating more and more results. And that becomes abundance and that becomes winning. So if you have not watched my free workshop on uh, next level selling, if you are somebody that sells a product or service or offer, click the link in the notes. It is technically geared towards uh direct sales, but it could be anybody in sales. There's amazing tools in there that are really valuable. You can share that with uh, people that you know and you lead as well if you'd like to add some benefit and value for them. So click the link in the show notes. And as always, if you'd like to book a free call with me to talk about your goals, I'm here for you. You can click that link in the notes as well. All right. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.